Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And I know what you're asking. Why are we doing a show on a Friday? It's Friday, Friday, something Friday. (laughs) Well, because the Elimination Chamber starts at 5 in the morning on the East Coast, instead of doing a show the day of, which would make absolutely no sense, we're doing it today. Because it's Friday, Friday. So we will preview the Elimination Chamber all Mm -hmm. Four matches. All, f- all four matches. <laughs> and they added a kick. And they added a kickoff match. So five. Uh, I am going to say this. I'm not excited for this pay per view. I am going to be hundred and ten percent honest. I, uh, I, I, I'm not going to say I'm not like going to watch it, but I'm not excited right. to watch it. Sorry, yes. Australia. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to Australia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, do you want to just get the preview out of the way? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a it's like it's so obvious who's going to win the matches. Oh my god! Like, yeah. yeah, and especially like the men's uh, is like oh I wonder who's going to win. The one that's on the brand or the four other people that's not on the fucking brand they're competing on. Pretty much. Like, well, like, what is going on? Yeah, no, it's boring. All right. So we're going to do this now because I got something fun for us to do. Good, because I'm um, bored of this already. Um, we'll start with the undisputed tag team title match, Judgment Day against Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Yeah, Judgment Day. Yeah. The, folks, let's just be real. This is going to be, like, very quick. We're probably going to agree on everything, so... Probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so now to the men's Elimination Chamber match, and mm-hmm. Fro basically hit it on the head. It's mm-hmm. the one guy on Raw versus everybody else on SmackDown. <laughs> I wonder if it's the Raw guy that's going to win. Mm. Yeah, Drew McIntyre for the win yeah, here. Drew, Drew McIntyre. Okay, you know what? I'm going to make this a little bit interesting. Mm. Who starts the chamber match? Hmm. Um... Hmm. Randy Orton and Drew, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I've got KO and Logan Paul starting the chamber. Okay. Sure. All right. Uh, now the women, at least the sides are a little bit even here. Mm-hmm. Three on Raw, three on SmackDown. Um, it's Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Naomi, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. I wish I was more excited for this because it's still, it's still pretty obvious it's going to win. Yeah. It's Becky. Yeah, no, it's Becky. Um, all right. So I'll ask the same question. Which two do you have starting? 
the women's elimination chamber match. Uh, Stratton definitely. Um, Stratton and I don't know. I I gotta look back to see who I picked because I don't remember who I picked actually. Okay. To start, um, it's not anything crazy. Um, I had. Oh, okay. I went different. I had Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair starting the challenge. Think about losing that. And what I think will be the main event of this show, if it isn't, I'll be very surprised. Rhea Ripley defending the women's world title against Nia Jax. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Nia Jax will go into win. No, I can't. I wonder. Yeah, no, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, it's going to be Rhea. Um, and, and real quick, I'll mention the kickoff match that was announced during a live press conference event that I didn't even know was happening until I woke up this morning that it happened. Okay. Uh, uh, the women's tag titles will be defended. The Kabuki Warriors defend against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Okay. Uh, again, this is probably another predictable match. Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. There's your Elimination Chamber preview, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I still think it's going to be a good preview. Don't get me wrong. It's just a, a tiny bit boring. The, the Chamber, when done right, mm-hmm. can be really good. The show. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to see Stratton. I think she's going to, she, I think of everyone has the potential to have a breakout performance. Exactly. Um, a couple of things that I read the other day that actually pertain to the Elimination Chamber, one of them. Um, so on Raw Monday night, Raquel Rodriguez won the last chance battle royal to get in. Mm -hmm. That was not the original plan. Oh, okay. According to sources, Jade Cargill was going to be in that match and win that battle royal. Okay. But they, I guess they decided, well, what's going to be the point if she goes in, wins, and then, you know, doesn't win the chamber match? I I guess it's not. I totally get that. So they're protecting her, which I like. So. Yeah. That's a smart decision. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I think the match between... Um, oh, my God. Uh, me and my memory. Oh, that's uh, a hell of a match. You and your memory? Yeah, yes. Uh, between... Um, oh. Uh, on, who lost on uh, Friday? Um, oh gosh! Um, oh my gosh! He's going against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Oh, Cody! Yes. Cody, when he lost his match, that was kind of weird. Yeah, it was, but it makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah, no. I just think it was a tiny bit weird. Yeah. 
Now, the other booking change that happened, Mm -hmm. this one surprises me more, I think. They had booked for a while on Monday Jay Uso to beat Gunther. Yeah, I saw that. To win the Intercontinental title, which I would have had no problem with. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. But I agree. Wow, that that's just a little weird for me. Yeah. Um. All right, now I don't know if you've heard this new rumor, this crazy rumor. Um, this was not reported on any wrestling website. Okay. It was probably one of those like Reddit message board kind of thing. <clears throat> okay. I read it because people had put it up on Facebook, and I was like, that might not be the wildest thing. Yeah. So I'm just going to mention it. Okay. There's a rumor out that Vince McMahon poisoned the Ultimate Warrior the night before WrestleMania 30. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And that's what led to him dying. Oh, yeah. I know, that wouldn't surprise me either. That's the sad part. Uh, I I hope that's not true, but... I mean, it is Vince we're talking about, so... Uh, yeah, it is. It is totally Vince. But... Yep. All right. Well, Fro, now we're going to get to fun. We're going to get to some okay. fun. Is Be- fun. Okay. Because hot off the presses, mm. as of a half hour ago, getting ready to record, the 2023 Wrestling Observer Newsletter Year End Awards. Hot off the press. That is hot. So, uh, for those who have never done this or have never listened to this before, what we do, this is a tradition that began many years ago with my good friend, Eric. Hi, Eric. I miss you. Hope you're doing wonderfully. What we do is I will give our dear friend Fro here the category in the top three finishers. Like the top, like who finished in the top three. Fro has to guess who finished First, basically, who won in that category? So, are you ready, Mr. Fro? I am, Mr. All right. So, as always, we begin with the Category B awards, kind of like the Academy, you know, like the best makeup, best, you know, costume design, those categories, the lesser important ones, but some are fun. So we will start with the U.S. Canada MVP. Okay. Here are the top three. You have to tell me who finished number one. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson, mm. Cody Rhodes, MJF. Mm, Cody, probably. It is. It is Cody. Very good. Mm. You are off to a good start. Uh, now we go to Japan when their MVP is it 
Tetsuya Naito, Okada, or Will Ospreay? Osprey. It is Osprey. Very good. Rose on a roll here. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next category. We're going to Mexico. Mexico. Okay. Is it Mystico, Rocky Romero, or El Hijo del Vaquino? Uh, Mystico. Three for three for Fro. It is Mystico. Wow. What did you have for breakfast today? Uh, candy. You are you are off to a terrific start. All right. Uh, next up is the Europe MVP. Is it Michael Oku, Zach Saber Jr., or Will Osprey? Osprey. Four for four for Fro. Unbelievable. It's totally guessing as well. He is. He really is. All right. So the next category is the Danny Hodge Award. This is the non-heavyweight MVP. Yeah. Here are your top three finishers. Hiromu Takahashi. Mm. Darby Allen. El Hijo del Vaquingo. Uh, Allen. Who? Uh, Darby Allen? It is El Hijo del Vikingo. Aww. Well, nice streak. Hey, four in a row to start. That's pretty good. I mean, I feel like the Undertaker, so it's okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, maybe you'll rebound on this next one. The women's MVP. Hmm. Athena. Julia. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. There you go. Right back on the board. It is Rhea Ripley. All right. Now we go to the feud of the year. Okay. This one, I'm going to be honest, as a fan, this would have been a hard one for me to have picked. So, okay. Is it Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Bloodline? Sorry, yes. Kento Miyahara versus Katsuhiko Nakajima. Mm-hmm. Or Adam Page against Swerve Strickland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swerve, maybe? It is Zane and Owens versus the Bloodline. Okay. Although, looking at it, I probably would have gone for Paige and Strickland because it went long. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just randomly saying. That was good. All right. Uh, next is the best box office draw. There are only three candidates because they don't list any more than three. So, here are your three. Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, John Cena. Ooh. Either Roman or Cena. Uh, I guess Roman. It is Roman Reigns. Very good. Look at that. All right. Now, this next one is going to have four because one of the positions 
was tied. So this category is most improved. Mm. Most improved. Mm. Is it Dominic Mysterio, Mm. Mariah May, Julia Hart, or Shota Umino? For me, it's Julia Hart, but I think they have gone with Rey Mysterio, probably. Or Dominic Mysterio, sorry. Oh, you should have stuck with your first pick. Yeah? It's Julia Hart. I'm very happy to see that, because uh, she is my favorite. She has come a long way. She really has. All right, next category. The most charismatic. MJF, yeah. Roman Reigns, Kento Miyahara. Hmm. Can I have those again? Oh, you want the names again? Okay. Yes. MJF, Roman Reigns, Kento Miyahara. Uh, first one. MJF. Very good. All right, uh, next category, the Brian Danielson Award for the Best Technical Wrestler. Did it, did it go to Brian Williams? No. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what Brian is, actually. Uh, so is it Zack Sabre Jr., Josh mm. Alexander, or Brian Danielson? Uh, Brian Danielson. It's Brian Danielson, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, next category, pardon me, the Bruiser Brody Memorial Award for the Best Brawler. Is it John Moxley, Adam Page, or Tomohiro Ishii? Mm, Brian Page, maybe? Adam Page? Adam Page, sure. Uh, it is John Moxley. Okay. Uh, Moxley wins this award for the fourth year in a row. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Next category is the best flying wrestler. High flying. Okay. Is it Ray Phoenix, El Hijo del Vikingo, or Will Ospreay? Well, uh, Ospreay. It's okay. actually El Hijo del Vikingo. Okay. I, I would have thought Osprey would have won that award as well, but next category. The most overrated wrestler. <laughs> mm. Oh, this is quite a list here. Is it Roman Reigns? Yeah, Sonata or CM Punk? Uh, Roman. It's Sonata. I don't agree to that at all. By five votes. Yeah, I don't agree. So now we go from the most overrated to the most underrated. Dumter. Is it (laughs) Daniel Garcia? Um. Konosuke Takeshita? Or Chad Gable? Uh, Chad Gable is a good one. It is Chad Gable. Uh-huh. Very good. 
Um, our next category, the rookie of the year. Is it Action Andretti, Yuma Enzai, or Megan Bain? Uh, I haven't heard of any of this. So Megan Bain is a cool name. She's really good. She's going to be a star someday, I'm telling you. But yeah. unfortunately, she did not win this award. It is Yuma Enzai who won the award. Heard of in my entire life. But keep an eye out on Megan Bain. She's going to be something real special. Okay. All right. Uh, next category, the best non-wrestler. Is it Paul Heyman, Don yeah. Callis, or yeah. Prince Nana? No, it's Paul Heyman. It's Don Callis. No, it's not. It's Paul no. Heyman. No, no Don Callis won the... No, it is, it is Paul Heyman. <laughs> Damn it, I'm telling you, Don Callis I'm won the so, award. Yeah, but it's Paul Heyman. That is the correct answer. <laughs> uh, all right, let, let's move on. Uh, best TV announcer. <laughs> Uh, okay. Is it Ian Riccoboni, Excalibur, or Kevin Kelly? Ooh, Kevin Kelly. Uh, it's Excalibur. Yeah, it was between those for me. But Ian is getting a lot better. Oh, my God. He yes. is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually, like, every once in a while, we'll mention, like, talk with him. Not, like, a long time or a lot, but. He's a really wonderful person. So we go from the so we go from the best to the worst television announcer. Well, Michael Cole is my real answer. Well, he finished fourth. Okay. The answer or the correct answer is wow. Booker T. No. Kevin Patrick finished second, and Jim Ross finished third. Oh. Wow. What happened to JR? All right. So, our next category the best major wrestling show. Yeah. I'm going to give you a heads up. The top three are all AEW events. Okay. You have to guess which AEW event it is. Okay. Is it Forbidden Door, Revolution, mm. or All In? Uh, uh, all In. It's actually Revolution. Okay. I would have I would have picked all in myself. So So now we go from the best to the worst. Mm. And there really aren't that many to think of for the worst. So this is going to be kind of fun. The worst major wrestling show of the year. Was it NWA Samhain? No. WWE Crown Jewel? Or AEW World's End? World's End was terrible. It was actually Crown Jewel. Yeah, I don't agree to that. 
so now we go to the best wrestling maneuver. Is it Will Ospreay's Stormbreaker, mm. Kenny Omega's One-Winged Angel, or mm. Will Ospreay's Hidden Blade? Ooh. Didn't Blade I like, really like? Well, let's go with that. Well, then you would be correct. It is the Hidden oh. Blade. All right. Next category. The most disgusting promotional tactic. This is always a, <laughs> this is always a fun category. <sighs> These are your top three, and and then after this, we're gonna go through the rest of the top ten. Okay. Is it WWE continues relationship with Saudi Arabia? No. NWA's cocaine spot on pay per view. No. Or WWE enabling Vince McMahon and him being back in power, TKO keeping him in power or position yeah. of power. It's kind of funny because it's kind of all of them. Um, <laughs> but for me, it is the cocaine spot I have to give. See, to that. that would be my pick too, the cocaine spot. I, I just think that's one of the most disgusting ones. But it's not. It's WWE enabling Vince McMahon and him being back in power. Although I don't know why that's a promotional tactic. I, not really. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I agree. So here are the rest that got mm. votes. And this is in order. Power slap and continuing <laughs> on TV after Dana White slapped his wife. Yeah. AEW signing Ric Flair. Juice Robinson uses roll of quarters after the Hamas terrorists attack oh and doing God. an anti-Semitic yes. angle. That was awful. TKO ignoring Vince McMahon and Dana White's transgressions. Mm-hmm. Colby Covington using the death of Leon Edwards' father to promote a fight. Okay. WWE hiring CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't agree with that one. What? Yeah, I don't agree with that one. <laughs> That's a weird one. And Sean Strickland openly homophobic comments with no repercussions from UFC or TKO. Yeah. Fun That's category, fun. isn't it, folks? No. I <laughs> All right. Uh, next category, <laughs> the next category, the worst TV show. Mm. Is it Raw? Yes. NXT? No. Or NWA Power? Oh, I have never seen Power, so. Uh, but I'm going to go with Raw. It's actually NWA Power. Okay. And that used to be such a good show. Oh. Like I said, I have never seen it, so... If you ever have a chance, watch season one from, like, five years ago. It was so good back then. How about no? (laughs) It was much different. How about I don't want to watch that? You don't want to hear Into the Fire by Dokken? No. How dare you? (laughs) Uh, All right. 
It's almost like I don't care about, like, old wrestling at all. Into the fire! I'm falling! (laughs) Okay, let's... let's I, I, I hate watching old wrestling. I know... I'm being controversial here, but I I really despise it. Thirty minutes ago is the type of wrestling that Fro hates, folks. <laughs> mm, not really. And, I know, I know. I'm just I'm just joking. But it's 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 a little like I I. It's not that I super don't care, but it's like, it, for me, it's so it's so like I I like watching Hogan rest for wrestle for example. Like, I can't watch that without having a little, like, bad taste in my mouth. Right. It just, like, makes me upset. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now All we're right. going to go to the worst match of the year. Okay. Well, it happened on in NXT. I remember that. So, there's that. Or did it? Ooh. Well, in my mind, it did. Here are your nominees. Tyrus... Versus EC3 in a strap match or cowbell match. I don't remember what the stipulation was, but that happened. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in the Mountain Dew pitch black match. Jesus Christ, that was bad. (laughs) And Shane McMahon and Snoop Dogg versus The Biz. I'm going with that. Uh, like Shane coming out and breaking like his back and leg and everything. I'm sorry, like, just, that does like... not. For sorry? me, that does not count as the worst match of the year. It's so awful. Like when well, I mean, what... yes. When... <laughs> like when Snoop Dogg has has to cover for you, it's awful. I mean, yes, it's terrible what happened to Shane. It really mm-hmm. is. But the fact that it gets voted among the worst matches of the year, I'm sorry, it doesn't count for me. All right. The the winner is... It really, really, really does count for me. The the winner is Bray Wyatt and LA Knight from the Royal Rumble. Okay. Yep, the last match that Bray Wyatt ever had gets voted Mm, the worst match. Alright, uh... Next category, the worst feud of the year. Mm. Is it the Outcasts versus AEW Originals, Mm. MJF versus The Devil, Mm. or Tyrus versus EC3? Sorry, Tyrus EC3, yeah. Uh, Actually, this went to MJF versus The Devil. No. I don't agree to that at all. Next category. Worst wrestling promotion of the year. Uh, yeah, WWE. Uh, that finished third. The winner really? was the NWA. Uh-huh. By a wide margin. <laughs> well, I don't watch it, so... Uh, maybe it's a good thing. Triple uh, yeah. A finished second. For those curious. Triple A? Okay. Triple A. Yep. Uh, next category, best booker. Is it Tony Khan, Paul Levesque, mm. or Jean Manuel Mar? Jean Manuel Uh Yeah. Uh, no. Paul Levesque. Huh? Uh-huh. Mm. 
Uh, is he a known as someone else? I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, I think Triple Preparation H. Yes, Triple Preparation H. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what you use on your penis when it uh, itches. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, next category is the Promoter of the Year. Mm-hmm. Is it Tony Khan, mm. Nick Khan? Mm. Or Dana Khan. I'm sorry, Dana White. <laughs> yeah, so it's one of the cons. Um, Khan! Uh, I'm going to go with Nick Khan. It is Nick Khan. Very good. Now, very well on you this. really are. You might, you might want to <laughs> yeah. eat more candy for breakfast. Yeah. Next yeah, category. The best gimmick. Well, you know my answer to that. I do. It's usually Orange Cassidy. It is Orange Cassidy. Yeah. (laughs) But my pick and the real answer, Tony Storm. Yeah, that's a good one this year. I agree. A new one. Yeah, definitely. Christian Cage finished second. Okay. So we go from the best to the worst gimmick. Is it QTV, the devil, or Tony Storm? <laughs> uh, it's the devil. It is the devil by four votes. I mean, I think that's a little bit sad to be have her on the list. <laughs> I don't I, agree there, there must be some all. people hating on that. Yeah, I really, I really don't think that's fair at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to skip best book? No, come on. Okay, so the best wrestling book. Yeah. Todd is God by Todd Gordon. Mm. That's about the original owner of ECW. Okay. Ringmaster by Abraham Josephine Reisman mm, or The Last Real World Champion by Tim Hornbaker. Uh, Tim Hornbaker is a cool name. I like that. Well, you would be correct. He is the oh. winner of this category. <laughs> totally just luck. He, he, um, I have some of his books. He is a fantastic writer. I would recommend okay. I'll have to get you his list of books. So, all right. Uh, next category the best pro wrestling documentary. Mm. Is it American Nightmare Becoming Cody Rhodes? That's a good one. Dark like Side of the Ring, Chris and Tammy, or VOW The Life, Career, and Death of Eddie Gilbert? I'm going to go with the second one. Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah. Chris and Tammy, you are correct, sir. I mean, that was the best one, so. I thought the Graham family one was good, too. But, no, Chris and Tammy was a good one. That, that That's the right pick for that one. All right. Uh, now we're going to go to our next category, which I'm getting right now. Scrolling, 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 yes. 
the pro wrestling match of the year. Mm. Boy, did we have a ton of them. But only three we're going to be discussing, and only one of them can be picked as the winner. Was it Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay from Ooh. June 25th in Toronto? Okay. MJF versus Brian Danielson, the Iron Man match, or Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay from the Tokyo Dome? Yeah, tough. This is tough. That is tough. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right. Just the, tell me. I'm going to tell you. Uh, the winner, Omega versus Osprey from Tokyo. Okay. Um, I- I'll just bet you some other matches. Swerve Strickland and Adam Page, that Texas death yeah, match. That's, that's a good one. Uh, FTR versus Jay White and Juice Robinson, yeah. the two out of three falls match was fifth. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. from Wrestle Dream was sixth. Ooh. And the triple threat match for the Intercontinental title from WrestleMania was tenth. Okay. You know it's a good year of matches when the triple threat match from WrestleMania, which was like yeah. the best match of the whole weekend, is tenth. Yeah, I agree. That, that's how good it is. All right. Best weekly TV show. Yeah, for a- me. AEW. Impact. Hold up. Maybe between those. <laughs> is it AEW Collision? Mm. SmackDown? Or Dynamite? For me personally, it's... I'm going to go with the first one. Collision? Yeah. Um, the winner is Dynamite. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. Okay. For the fifth year in a row. I mean, the show is good. I, I can't really complain. Nope. <clears throat> Next category. The best wrestling promote or the best promotion of the year. Is it AEW, WWE, or New Japan? I'm going to go with AEW. It is WWE. Oh, okay. Winning the award. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to look it up here. It is the first time that WWE has won in this category since the year 2000. Good bet. Thank you. Thank you. Best on interviews. Is it MJF, Christian Cage, or Eddie Kingston? Ooh, MJF. The winner is Eddie Kingston. All right. Very good. I I could have gone with either one of those three, actually. Yeah, me too. (laughs) <laughs> All right, next category. The tag team of the year. Mm. Is it FTR, Kevin Owens mm. and Sami Zayn, mm. or Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi? 
I'm going to go with someone, Simon Sane and Quentin Owens. They finished second. FTR uh-huh. wins the award. Okay. And uh, we got, I think, yeah, we have two more, I believe. Most outstanding wrestler. Here are your choices. Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, Will Ospreay. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, this is a, this is a tough one. Uh, the winner is Will Ospreay. Hmm, okay. And now for the biggie. The Luthez Ric Flair Award for the Wrestler of the Year. Oh, so we're not talking about Biggie? No. no. <laughs> because here's the Biggie, here's the Biggie. Okay. Uh, Jokes. Anyway, which one of these three was voted Wrestler of the Year? All right. Cody Rhodes, mm. Will Ospreay, mm. MJF. It's Cody, isn't it? It's Will Ospreay. Okay. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, Here's the rest of the top ten for those curious. This is in order. Roman Reigns, Brian Danielson, Mystico, Seth Rollins, Okada, Kento Miyahara. And then we had a tie for tenth between... Tam Nakano and John Moxley. Ooh. But uh, this is a Will Ospreay kind of year from the readers of the Observer Newsletter. Mm-hmm. Steals away the awards this year. So congratulations to Will. Um. All right. Just a couple of quick things and then we will wrap up for this week uh new japan had a show today so if you have not seen it and you want to avoid spoilers uh fast forward maybe a minute or two okay did they fast forward i hope so okay well uh the big news from today's new japan show is that both Matt Riddle and Nick Nemeth won their debut matches and titles. Matt Riddle pinned Hiroshi Tanahashi to win the New Japan World Television title. And Nick Nemeth, in the main event of this show today, beat David Finley to win the IWGP Global title. So, a big surprise coming out today from New Japan. But, have to talk about what we've got tomorrow. Okay. Because not only do we have Elimination Chamber starting at 5 in the morning on the East Coast, which I think is like 11 a.m. for you. Mm -hmm. There are two shows also happening tomorrow. New Japan tomorrow is Okada's last match in New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
He is in a 10-man tag match with Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroshi Tanahashi against Francesco Akira, Hanare, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Matt Riddle. Okay. Also, it's Tamatonga's last show in New Japan tomorrow as he teams up with his brother, Tongaloa, to face El Fantasmo and Hikaleo. So, you got that for New Japan. And then, TNA has a show tomorrow night as well. I I hope everyone is keeping straight with what is going on tomorrow. Or actually, it's tonight. I'm sorry, it's tonight, actually. My apologies. Uh, No Surrender is taking place. The main event is Moose defending the TNA title against Alex Shelley in No that's Surrender not, Rules. Yeah, that's not how you say his name. Who, Moose? Yes, it. Yeah, you have to say, oh, I mean, Moose! Yes. Moose! <coughs> Pardon me. Um, Jordan Grace defends the Knockouts title against Giselle Shaw. Chris Sabin defends the X Division title against Mustafa Ali, and that's Ali's debut in TNA. Uh, hold on, I gotta get water because that Moose thing kind of messed me up. <coughs> Pardon me. Mm-hmm. Um, Ace Austin and Chris Bay ABC face the Grizzled Young Vets. It is match three in the best of three. The winner will be the tag champs. Josh Alexander faces Simon Gotch. Eric Young will face Frankie Kazarian. The winner will get a world title shot at Sacrifice. PCO faces Khan. The knockouts title on the line. DK defends against MK Ultra. And a couple of bonus pre-show matches. Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers against Kushida and Kevin Knight. And Speedball, Mike Bailey, and Trent Seven face the Rascals. So, this is a pretty loaded weekend. You have no surrender tonight. You have the Elimination Chamber and Okada's last match in New Japan tomorrow. Going to be a pretty, pretty, pretty good weekend of wrestling, I think. Maybe, yeah. Possibly. Maybe. Hmm, who knows? Who knows? All right. Uh, Fro, what did you all discuss this week on another Digital Citizen? Well, it is our last show before the premiere of our new show. Ooh. That is coming out uh, next Wednesday. Uh, yeah. What did we talk about? I don't remember. I'll look it up. <laughs> this is usually what I'm here for. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I guess my question is, is another digital citizen continuing? It is. Okay. Yeah. So, this week on another digital citizen, 
Uh, they talk about the news of the week. Tron tells the truth. The TV of the week. They review episode six of The Trust, A Game of Greed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Eurovision 2024 song news and reviews. Movies of the week and much, much more. The episode is titled Rachel Dolezal's $355 million Windows 95 Update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Mm, I'm afraid I don't. Uh, she was the woman that said she was black without being black. Oh, is she the one that lied about that she was black? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we don't have many of those. Uh, Just pointing out the facts. Uh, um. Anyway. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay, hmm. I got a side story here. This is considering elimination chamber. Okay. I don't know if this is going to be considered funny or not. So, WWE's travel plans for elimination chamber were impacted by. <laughs> Real life pirates. Mm. While speaking at the Elimination Chamber press event, Michael Cole revealed that it took more than a month for the Elimination Chamber cage to get to Perth, Australia. The structure was supposed to be shipped through the Suez Canal in Egypt, but that couldn't happen due to pirates. <clears throat> The cage was instead sent to Miami, shipped by truck to Los Angeles, sent to Sydney, Australia, on a ship, and arrived in Perth on a train from Sydney. Okay. Um, So I have the brief dialogue that Michael Cole had with Corey Graves during that. So this is Michael Cole. A structure which took over a month to get here. Originally, it was supposed to ship through the Suez Canal, but pirates made sure that didn't happen. So it was sent to Miami. It was then shipped by truck to L.A., put on a ship to Sydney, sent on a train over here to Perth, and now the Elimination Chamber is being constructed, as we speak, right behind us in the stadium here in Perth. Corey Graves said, Did you say pirates, Cole? Yes, Pirates in the Suez Canal. We had to endure actual piracy to get here to Perth. Arg. Arg, matey. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Oh boy. All right. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, I quit. <laughs> seriously, what the hell? That wrestling what show. Was that? That wrestling show eleven at gmail dot com. Follow the show. Tell Bill how awful his expressions of pirates are. Yar, matey. Follow the show on Twitter at wrestling show eleven, Instagram that wrestling show. Join our oh, Facebook yeah. group, that wrestling show fan group. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot to plug podcast wise, so this will be quick. Uh, our vantage point. Another episode of the 86 Canon. Uh, Acid Washed Memories. This week, the topic is Crystal Pepsi. Mm. Did you ever have that? I did. How was it? Eh, 
Okay. I'll, I'll take yeah. I'll take that as an answer. Yeah. So check that out. Also, uh, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. This week, I review the episode Turd Burglar. Mm. And I even mention you, Fro, in the episode. Mm. So you might want to check that out. Uh, also, check out the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we probably will have an episode up this weekend where we will review WrestleMania 6. And one week from tonight, our first live watch-along is we watch Sting versus Ric Flair from Clash of the Champions 1. So don't want to miss that. Uh, also, a new episode of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. And on the Elimination Royal Rumble podcast feed, part two of our WrestleQuest video game mini-series. Check that out. Hope you guys enjoy it. So next week, Fro, we have quite a busy week. Because we're going to review the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. We're also going to preview AEW Revolution. Mm-hmm. And we are going to talk about our favorite Sting moments as it comes mm. down to next Sunday, his final match in professional wrestling. <laughs> do you think it's going to be his final match? I do believe it will be. Okay. And if you did not watch his promo on Dynamite this week. Oh, it's so good. So good and heartbreaking mm. as well. Because we found out that his dad passed away. Yep. So, if you haven't watched it, please check it out. It's a really good promo. Mm -hmm. So, join us next week for another episode of That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And as always... All right, you mates! Yar, shiver me timbers! Swab the deck, ye lad and lasses! Mine was an Australian expression, but sure. Mine was a pirate, yar! (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.